So can you work with your spirit guides for more abundance in your life? You can. Your spirit guides are your navigators. Your intuition is your compass. So how do you actually work with your guides for abundance? Well, stay tuned. And I'm going to tell you all on this hundredth episode of a spiritual and ambitious podcast. So stay with me. Welcome to Spiritual and Ambitious. I'm your host, Whitney McNeil. I'm a certified medium and spiritual teacher, and I help spiritual and ambitious souls just like you live your life purpose through your career and attract abundance by connecting into your intuition and spirit guide. Let's get spiritual and ambitious. Welcome to the 100th episode of the Spiritual and Ambitious Podcast. First and foremost, I just want to say thank you. I'm so grateful. Thanks for being such a valued listener. And we are going to be doing some things to celebrate this month and the month after. So stay with me so I can share all that with you. If you haven't reviewed yet, we do have a podcast review giveaway. So I'd love to see your review come in so I can give you a shout out here on the podcast. And we've got some free things, depending on the time of when you're listening. So we actually have a free class coming up all about life purpose and abundance that is happening the first week of October, 2023. But no worries if you're listening to this sometime in the future, you can always check the show notes and see what freebies we've got going on. So thank you so very much for being such a great valued listener. I was checking our podcast not too long ago, and it said we were in the top 2% of all podcasts in the world. So I'm so excited that we have gotten here with only being live a year and a half. So thank you so much. And I do want to say that I've got to give you some messages, right? That's how we're going to celebrate and start off. The first message I have here is the open door card. Say yes to new opportunities. That's exactly what our spirit guides do. They create opportunities for us in alignment with our path. And they help you do that in alignment with your abundance too. And I pulled another card and the card here is the card of the giraffe. It's time to stand out. The giraffe gets to see the future. It gets to see tall before the trees and can see into the vision of who you are. So if you have been listening in on the podcast, you know that we did a future self-visioning exercise with how to live an abundant life. And the giraffe helps you to see what is coming and in store. And also it's time to stand out. It's time to claim your abundance. I love looking at the giraffe too, because if you do look close, it has these little horns and those horns can really represent a connection to spirit as well. I just took a break in between recording my podcast episodes. I actually opened up my garage. I saw a deer chilling out my front yard. And I thought, gosh, what a gift. And what a great way with those beautiful antlers to remind us of what we're doing and connecting into spirit as well. So, all right, here we go. Let's talk about your guides. Well, first and foremost, they are only interested in your highest and best. So that means they are only interested in creating opportunities in alignment with your path. I got a question the other day from one of my students in my programs, and she said, can you manifest something 
that's not in alignment with your path? And my answer was, your spirit guides and your own soul may set up little lessons. So you might kind of manifest little lessons to help you see that you're not on the right path, but you really need to be in alignment with your energy and your path in order to manifest opportunities that you feel are very abundant. So the best way we can manifest is to be in the energy of joy and happiness and alignment. And so that is really important. So your spirit guides might help you with lessons and be like, oh my gosh, you're not on the right path. We keep setting up these little roadblocks and you keep just tearing right through them, but it's not necessarily manifesting. They are only interested in the highest and best. They're not interested in creating opportunities that are out of alignment with your path and their purpose. So if you're sitting there saying, I want to win the lottery, I want to win the lottery. No, no. I mean, not unless it's like somehow in alignment for your highest and best, which it is for some people, but making sure that you are only expressing your truth and your soul's truth. Sometimes our ego's truth and our soul's truth don't match up. I'm talking about your higher self, your version of you that knows why you're here. So how do you work with your guides for more abundance in your life? Well, the first thing I'm going to tell you is you've got to do the inner work for yourself to get there. The more that you raise your vibration, the more in alignment you'll be. Now, I'm not saying that you have to be perfect and do all this work in order for you to receive any abundance. That's not what I'm saying. I'm trying to give you the steps that help you move into abundance because you're always moving, you're always shifting, you're always changing. So your abundance of what you've already accomplished two years ago is not necessarily in alignment with where you are now because you've grown. So I have done work. I have gotten to some of my goals that I've been wanting for a long time, but guess what? I'm at a period where I'm growing. And in fact, I'm always in those periods where I'm growing. So now I'm saying, okay, I'm I'm doing my own inner work. I'm releasing more so I can raise my vibration even higher to then have more opportunities that are in alignment with my new vibration cycle. So raising your vibration is going to be really important. That means doing things that help your energy and spirit feel lighter, saying no to things that are no longer really in alignment. You have to walk in integrity. You have to walk in authenticity. You have to start making decisions and taking actions and doing things making sure your behavior is in alignment with your true beliefs. So if you feel like you're going through the motions, it's time to make a change. So the more we can raise our vibration, the better. Now, some great ways to raise your vibration that are just logical, drinking more water, eating lighter foods, staying away from things that make your energy feel really heavy, those kind of things. For me, I am eating vegetables. I've always eaten vegan. Well, I don't want to say I've always eaten vegan. That's been a journey, but for many years I've been vegan, but now I'm moving more into the raw vegan. And for me, it is really helping my vibration. Now that's not the case for everybody because everybody's bodies are different and need different things. I'm just giving you an example of what's working here for me, but also I've recognized that my TV, what I'm watching, some of the stuff like halfway through the series. I go, eh, it's boring. I don't want to watch this anymore. Eh, I'm not interested anymore. I mean, it's just the way things are shifting and changing. And you might notice this in many other areas of your life. Former things that you thought were exciting and fun are not. 
I mean, we can see that in a tangible example, like hobbies and things that we used to do. But I'm talking about things that maybe you've always felt are part of your identity are changing too. It could be as small as your favorite color. Just things are changing for you. And so it's important that you release as you continue to raise your vibration. Now, if we're asking for opportunities that are not in alignment with our path or vibration, it's going to fall flat. So really get to know yourself. Well, what does this version of me really want at this time? And doing the inner work, what does that mean? Well, we talked about raising your vibration, but some of you may need to work on receiving, like really work on receiving the opportunities and also really work on receiving and then taking action of the opportunities. So you don't want to just be an encyclopedia, meaning you just don't want to take in information and be like, cool, I'm just going to sit here and not do anything. Someone's going to read me one day. You want to be like, oh, I've got this information and now I'm going to utilize it and take action. So when I receive an opportunity from my spirit guides, I'm actually going to do it. But receiving comes in many ways. Receiving abundance, which I talked about on last week's episode. Also receiving intuitive messages. So working on developing your intuition is really important. You know, I teach that that is something that I feel everybody needs and needs to start with if they want more abundance to really work on developing, honing and receiving the information coming from spirit. This can be your spirit guides, your loved ones, your higher self. But in this factor, we're talking about your spirit guides. So you need to be able to realize and recognize when the messages are coming in. Now, if you're interested in developing your intuition, you want more abundance and life purpose, I've got Intuition Abundance Academy opening soon. And then I also have a free class that's coming out as well. So make sure to check the show notes. So once you've developed your intuition with your spirit guides, then you need to learn your life purpose archetype. Now you can do this. You could learn first and then develop, but you want to be acquainted with your own energy. A lot of times we kind of give away our power to our spirit guides in a way where we're like, please tell us all the answers. Like, I just want to know what to do. And your guides are not there for that. They will give you steps. They will give you opportunities. And they will tell you when it's really important, but they're not going to tell you every step because you'll learn nothing if you just kind of follow through the motions of somebody telling you where to go. And you also need to get to know yourself. So when I say do the inner work, I also mean get to know you, like go inward. This is where we think we need to go outward, where we're looking to a higher power or a separate energy system to tell us, to give us guidance. Now that is important. However, you've got to know your compass, like the vicinity of what you're starting in. So learning more about your life purpose, what you like, what you don't like, where you know you're headed, that's going to be really important if you're wanting to move forward on your path. So I've got some free gifts for you in the show notes, like a life purpose quiz. And we're going to talk more about that inside of the free class too, but know more about who you are. Does your energy really feel like you need healing right now? Does your energy really feel like you are a healer? Do you feel like you need protecting right now? Or do you feel like you want to protect others? Do you feel like you need to learn right now? Do you feel like you want to teach others? Do you feel like you want to be entertained or you want to entertain others? 
Do you feel like you want to see creations happening and observe creations or do you want to create yourself? Do you want to be helped or do you want to help other people? Do you want the world to save you or do you want to save the world? These are different archetypes. So there's seven life purpose archetypes, the teacher, the entertainer, the healer, the helper, the humanitarian, the creator, and the protector. And this will give you a little bit of a clue as to where you feel you are and where you have a passion to go. And this is really more directed in career or purpose. So understanding more about yourself is going to be important. And if you're looking for direction and what to do, how to help people, what career path to go down, this is going to be really integral and at least knowing your life purpose archetype. And then there's so much more, right? Like life path. Well, what vocation do I do? Do I do one-on-ones? Do I see groups and things like that? And that's what I help people really get into an Intuition Abundance Academy. But for now, learning more about your life purpose archetype so you know where you're headed. So stay with me. We're going to talk a little bit more about how to work with your spirit guides for abundance. As a professional psychic medium, I've done tens of thousands of readings, but I felt a call to move more fully into teaching intuition but I still get so many requests about doing readings. So while I don't do readings anymore, I have brought in some very trusted colleagues who are now available for live one-hour readings on Zoom. If you would like to book your psychic medium reading, go to messengerofspirit.com forward slash appointments to see our available readers and schedule your Zoom reading today. Thanks for hanging in there. We're talking about how to work with your guides for abundance and do the inner work, raising your vibration, developing your intuition, and learning your life purpose archetype. I really believe there are three pieces to truly living your purpose in abundance. And one is developing your intuition. Two is learning your life purpose archetype. And three is work on your abundance blocks. And that is exactly what I teach inside of Intuition Abundance Academy. So learning your life purpose archetype know where you're headed. Before we get to the abundance blocks piece, learn what you need right now. Like see what you really are wanting help with in the moment. All right. Step three, work on your abundance blocks. This means when your guides give you the opportunities, if you don't say yes, that's usually a block, like 99% of the time. The timing's not right. It's not exactly what I want. No, I can't do that. And that feels like it's not aligned for me. Whatever the excuse is, a lot of times it comes down to fear, feeling like we can't change, feeling like we can't let go of control of our schedule, feeling like we can't say no to other people in order to say yes to something else, feeling like it's unsure. So there's a lot of different abundance blocks and I'd love for you to listen to my abundance block episode to give you a little bit more information about that. But that's the stuff that you need to do for the inner work. So do the inner work is the first thing. And that's ongoing, by the way, not just like, oh, I'm going to do the inner work and then talk to my guides. She does talk to your guides every day, but this is an ongoing piece that's going to be important. So again, there's like three parts, intuition life purpose, work on your blocks. Okay. Every day though, 
I want you to state your affirmations of what you're inviting into your life. So if you're inviting a new career, if you're inviting abundance, if you're inviting joy, fun, freedom into your life, I want you to state your affirmations. Now, there's a lot of different rules around affirmations that I won't get too much into, but just keep them short, keep them positive, keep them to the point. And this is going to sound a little weird. You don't want to be too general and you don't want to be too specific. You want it just right, kind of like Goldilocks. So just be clear in the context of what you're inviting into your life and then welcome your spirit guides. You don't just want to talk to them and assume they're there. You want to welcome them. It's similar to calling your friend, making sure your friend picks up the phone. Oh, you're there. Now I can talk to you. Welcome your spirit guides and express your gratitude that they're there and that they create these opportunities and that they're helping you and communicate with them. Tell them what you're ready for. And let me give you an example. Sometimes we say we're ready and then the opportunity comes and we're not. But I'm going to give you a different example. So I got a reading years ago from my mentor who I had seen him give like hundreds of readings and he was so on point and he was kind of a legend in his own right of doing readings. He would travel to different states, giving public messages, giving private readings. He was very sought after. So I got a reading from him. I was so ready to start my own business and I couldn't wait to hear that spirit was going to support me. And he didn't tell me any of that. He told me I was going to be working for this other company, doing some stuff I didn't want to do. And I was like, no. And he said, well, spirit feels like you're not really serious about that or you're not quite ready for that. And so I was so confused. After the reading, I talked to my guides and I realized I was not communicating with them and telling them that I was really ready to do this. One, because I still had fear. And the person that I was before that moment never really took risks, was very scared, wanted stability, wanted everything to stay the same. At the same time, I wanted change. And I really needed to listen to my intuition. But I had gotten to the point where I was ready to pretty much do any kind of job other than the job that I was in. But I really wanted to help other people and do readings for people. So I made it known to my spirit guides that I was really ready. And then they created opportunities for me to do that. It was a really good opportunity. And let me give you some examples. So I wanted to do readings and have my own business. But I also wanted to do readings at this local metaphysical store. And at the time, that was like my goal. That was my thing I wanted to do. I was so nervous doing readings and I had to do readings for the owners. I really fell flat. I mean, it wasn't a bad reading. I call readings that are just kind of okay, like it's good. And oftentimes when I say they're just kind of okay, the recipient of the reading is like, oh my God, it was amazing. And I call it vanilla ice cream. And I really like for my readings to have a lot of sprinkles and chocolate chips in there, meaning more detail and things like that. But let's face it, sometimes readings are just what they are. I was really nervous. I said some things, not in the reading, just me being a nervous, awkward introvert. It just didn't feel connected. Well, I didn't get to read there. However, another opportunity kind of just plopped into my lap 
where I had to read for the owner of another company. And guess what? I ended up doing that and building my business there and then went out on my own. And so why did this happen? One, I had to let spirit know I was ready. Two, spirit will sometimes set up some tests if they're not quite sure you are. And the test was, well, this is really what you wanted and you didn't get it. So are you going to keep at it? I had to keep at it. And when I say keep at it, it really wasn't like I was doing more. It was just like, yes, I still want the opportunity. All right. It wasn't for my highest and my best. I'm going to let it go. Another opportunity came. Perfect opportunity. So glad I made that connection because the person that hired me, I'm still such good friends with to this day. So they create the opportunities when they know you are ready. Sometimes we assume they know you have to communicate with them. Make sure you're doing that. So ask them to create the opportunities for you. And that's my story for that. Then you have to ask them what the next steps are as well. So when you're communicating, show me the next steps, please. Ask me what the next steps are. Now, you know that I always say connect to your spirit guides, ask them the questions, clear your mind, receive the answers through your intuition, whether it be sight, hearing, feeling, or knowing. And then guess what? You got to actually take the action when it comes. If you do not take the action. So let's just say that a second opportunity I didn't take, or I didn't read that person because I would have let my ego get in the way and think I was a bad medium and all this stuff. Well, then spirit would have said, yeah, not ready. Spirit would have said, not ready. And wouldn't have created any other opportunities until I really talked to them again and showed them my progress. So when an opportunity comes and we've been asking for it, It's important that you stay aware of the opportunities and it's important that you develop your intuition also so you can receive the right next steps. But if you've been asking for a sign, if you've been asking for an opportunity to learn something or to connect, be open to how the opportunity comes in. It may not be expected. So for me, I thought that opportunity was through this metaphysical bookstore. It was not. It was actually through a different company that I didn't even think about or know about, didn't even know it was an option until it happened. I have given you some examples throughout my podcast too of me wanting to do speaking, apply for a speaking gig, didn't work out. Spirit said, well, you're serious. And a better speaking gig just dropped into my lap with way more exposure. This is the way it happens. You have to take the action when it comes. This might be investing in a course because maybe you've been complaining about wanting help with something or wanting to learn. And Spirit's like, hey, I'm putting a teacher right in front of you. And now your block is what? If your block is, I don't have the time, I don't have the investment. And hey, that can be a real thing. I'm not saying it is, but I'm I'm inviting you to look at what might be preventing you from opportunity. Let's say that you want a new job opportunity, an opportunity comes in, but then you're like, well, you know, if I say yes to this, it's further from where I live, or it changes my kid's schedule around, or another excuse, another excuse. I'm trying to get your mind thinking about, you know what, when the opportunity comes, I'm going to say yes. And even if the opportunity comes and I say yes, and it doesn't work out, you don't think that you were wrong. You're still going to learn something from it. 
But nine times out of 10, your spirit guides are going to say, yeah, you said yes to this. So we're going to make sure we give you some new opportunities here. So sometimes we have to put the energy actually into action. So our guides know that we truly are ready to take those next steps. And it's really about breaking out of your old cycle. It's like breaking out of a cocoon of a butterfly. You're ready to spread your wings. And so you've got to break those limitations. And that's really what that is when you're asking for more abundance. So abundance can mean financial abundance, spiritual abundance, but really both are combined. Think about what it is that you're truly wanting. And a lot of times when we're trying to manifest more money, we need to think in terms of what are we really wanting? More freedom in our life, more openness with our schedule. So let's say that you wanted to manifest a second house. What does that mean to you? Why do you want to manifest that second house? And think about the joy and the emotion it brings instead of the monetary aspects of it as well. All right. So I hope to see you inside of my free class and the link to it is in the show notes, or you can go to messengerspirit.com forward slash register. You know what I'm going to do to celebrate our hundredth episode? I am going to be doing more Sunday, mini episodes, all about readings of the week, but there's more things in store. So stay with me. All right. I will talk to you very soon. And until then, here's to staying spiritual and ambitious. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. And if you loved it, would you please share it with a friend? I would also love your review and a reminder to subscribe so you never miss an episode. You can find me at messengerspirit.com and you can take the four intuitive languages quiz and find show notes there too. If you want to connect on YouTube, Facebook, or Instagram, you can find me at messenger of spirit. I'll meet you right here next week. Here's to stand spiritual and ambitious. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.